right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Brandon. What is up, my friend? What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Just ready to start talking about some Michigan football and Michigan basketball. Living the dream here on a Monday? Always. Always. Monday, (laughs) have we talked about Mondays and Tuesdays? I don't think so. Um, you know, everybody always says Mondays are horrible, but I know you and I both agree that Tuesdays are usually worse. Yes, that is us bringing you the truth. Before <laughs> before we bring you the random fact, we must bring you the truth and preach. We preach the truth here on our show, and we share our knowledge with our listeners. And that is the truth right there, where Brandon and I, who work together, well, actually, I mean, do a little throw uh, shout out to our old host. Um, we all three used to work together, Craig, Brandon, and I. And Brandon and I worked in the same department for a little while. And we were both convinced that Tuesdays were worse. Uh, what would, how, how do you explain it? How do you explain that Tuesdays are worse? Uh, back then, it was usually our, our busiest day. Surprisingly, Monday wasn't so busy. Um, now it just seems like Tuesday is just going to drag on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Monday usually goes by fast cause you got enough work to do. I mean, I know I was busy at work today. Um, Tuesday is usually, you know, the, the rush of Monday is gone. Um, I mean, especially if you work in, you know, a business that does sales like I do, um, and Tuesdays are a little bit slower than Mondays. Uh, but you know, it's still like the beginning of the week, you know, the weekend's far away and it's just, the day just tends to drag on every single Tuesday. Yeah. I I usually explain it and it's pretty similar, but my explanation goes to Monday is kind of fresh, you know, even though everybody hates Monday or most everybody kind of hates Mondays, um, unless you're one of the lucky people who loves everything and absolutely everything about your job. (laughs) Um, but Mondays are fresh, you know, they're new. You jump in because you know that you have a, a, a busy work week in front of you basically. And so you're kind of, it's almost like you're distracted on Monday. But then Tuesday is the realization of, uh, crap, we're kind of in the middle of this. You're not far enough along to feel like you've accomplished anything. It's not hump day yet. You're not halfway through the week. You're in that long lull between the beginning and the middle. And as you said, it just seems to be the longest day of the week. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what I explain to people. I actually had the recent conversation a couple times with people where they're just like, Oh, it's Monday. And I'm just like, no, Tuesday suck. Don't talk to me about Monday. Talk to me about Tuesday. Always. Yeah. So there's your uh, truth bomb right there. But we'll also then go ahead and bring you uh, a fact bomb. I almost said, <laughs> we're going to bring you an F bomb. <laughs> D- different kind of F bombs. Fact bomb. Let- let's keep that fact bomb. Probably won't overuse that again. So, <laughs> good job, me. Uh, so, I actually have a, a really good list going, and I was really torn on what to share tonight. Uh, so, I think I'm going to go with this one. Um, it is considered, uh, this is a did you know pertaining to Japan. And in Japan, it is considered good luck when a sumo wrestler makes your baby cry. 
<laughs> really. I have no idea, like, if that is still a current belief or something, or if that was just kind of something of the past. But apparently, they consider it good luck when a sumo wrestler makes your baby cry. That's interesting. Yeah. So there's that. I have like no context, no understanding of anything, but very, very interesting. Have you ever had any interest in like watching a live sumo? Have you ever wa- caught sumo wrestling on TV? Um, I don't think so. The closest thing I saw to sumo wrestling was uh, one of the WrestleManias. They had a like a champion. Uh, sumo wrestler, his name was Akebono. I think he was uh, Hawaiian. But they had him wrestle against the Big Show, and they had an actual like sumo match. Huh. That was the closest thing I've ever seen to <laughs> <laughs> sumo wrestling. <laughs> Interesting. I can't remember if I saw like saw it live or if I just saw some sport thing highlight uh of a of a match or something but seems kind of interesting uh you know rather unique sport there but apparently if you're ever near a sumo event take your baby yeah i mean if they cry then good luck yeah go go out and buy a lottery ticket (laughs) you heard it here first and if you win you have to split some of the wings with us um but what if your baby's colicky. Then you're going to be super lucky, right? I mean, the <laughs> I more cri- the, the more crying, the more luck. Yeah. <laughs> so just give the baby to the sumo wrestler, and you'll have good luck forever. <laughs> <sighs> oh, we had to deal with a colicky baby, but uh, that's that's on other notes and other things of that nature. So. <laughs> Uh, that was a little bit sports related, unique sports related, but to, uh, dive into Michigan sports, let's go ahead and, uh, maybe I should have chosen a specific transition song for this week, but, uh, nothing really great to share as we move into, uh, Michigan sports, specifically Michigan basketball, because that is what has taken place recently. Um... As we posted, or as I posted somewhere, um, Michigan basketball's tournament run came to a screeching halt as they played Texas Tech in the Sweet 16. And in one half or 20 minutes of basketball, they only put up 16 points. (laughs) So, I mean. Wasn't that an NCAA tournament record? Oh, probably. I think so. I'm not I, sure. I think they were saying that that that's the lowest amount of points ever scored in a half. I would not be surprised. That was so ugly. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like maybe we should just do and just like walk away from this conversation. <laughs> End of episode. It was great talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're done. All right, catch you guys next week. Um, but no, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. It was. It was a good run. Michigan had a good run. I was skeptical how things were going to go in the tournament. Uh, How they played the first weekend, I thought they were going to do okay. But honestly, Texas Tech... uh, Well, first of all, give credit to Texas Tech. Um, They did a heck of a job. But also, 
they played what appeared to be some, if not their best basketball. Oh, so, yeah. uh, not, I mean, like when the game finishes at 63 to 44, even if Michigan played good basketball or their best basketball, they would have just made it a competitive game. I don't think they would have won that game, even if they played their best basketball. So I know it's brutal and it really sucks, but you know, I, I can, can people be surprised really with how, Michigan came into the tournament, especially with how things ended with Michigan State, which was, uh, I wouldn't say by far, but which was easily one, if not the best teams that they played against, considering that Michigan State has found itself in the Final Four. Purdue on the cusp of being in the Final Four and then falling flat on its face. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. the best team they faced off against, they lost to three times. And two of those three times was rather embarrassing. Yeah. So... I mean, he didn't, I didn't, I, I don't know if you saw it, but I didn't see a lot of people very confident going into the tournament. I did not feel very confident myself with how Michigan was playing, but. Yeah, I mean, I kind of saw the Texas Tech game coming. Uh, I kind of figured they would be there waiting for us. And, you know, I didn't really have Michigan going much farther. That was my question game. I figured, you know, um, either we're going to lose the Texas Tech or we're going to beat them but we're not going to go any farther than that. You know, yeah. like I thought, oh, we're probably going to have to play Gonzaga in the next round. And, uh, yeah, that's where our run's going to end. So, I mean, I guess they really did what I thought they were going to. I yeah. mean, in the words of Dennis Green, I mean, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> yeah. I I think I kind of got caught up in the um... – in the excitement of the tournament and, you know, the fact that Michigan has done so well for, and, and they still, again, they had a good year. They had a good run. They made sweet 16, you know, congratulations on what they did. Heck of a job by the players and everything, but inconsistencies and all sorts of other stuff happened. So, mm-hmm. but, um, they, Oh crap. I lost my train of thought. It was, uh, I don't know. I lost it. I mean, I started throwing out a couple numbers here and hopefully it'll come back to me. But uh, yeah, just overall, it was a rough game for them because they, I don't know what's the most staggering number. Uh, first of all, Texas Tech made 10% more of their, uh, for their field goal percentage. Uh, so it's hard to win a game when you're getting easily outshot. Mm-hmm. But then their three point percentage, uh, three point Shooting was absolutely terrible with uh, Texas Tech over 31% and Michigan didn't even break 6%. So, I mean, that right there, if if they had made uh, about the same percentage for their three points, it would have been a competitive game. But, I mean, you can't – that's the thing. And you even said it, I think, Brandon. You, like, they live and die by the three. So. Oh, yeah, every single year. And we just don't have the shooters that we normally do. Um, you know, we don't have a, you know, a, a Stauskas or an Abdul Rahman or yeah. you know, someone like that. I mean, we have Jordan Poole, but I mean, he's so, so streaky. Like you never know when he's going to heat up. He can heat up fast, or he can be cold the whole game and just, you know, throwing up bricks. Yeah. I mean, I think what you know what really hurt Michigan was how well David Moretti played. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that guard that Texas Tech has from Italy, 
I think at one point he was six for six from the field. Yeah, he was. And I think two of those were three pointers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember we were texting during the game and talking about that. Yeah, he did really well. And but as already stated, Texas Tech did a heck of a job with defense. That defense definitely. Michigan did not help themselves, but Texas Tech definitely did their part in being the factor of why Michigan was not doing well. Like part of it, Michigan, like Michigan missed some open shots. Yes. But most of the stuff that they were throwing up was not good shot selection was well guarded and things of that nature. So it is what it is. It's a bummer. Another um, kind of a staggering number, which is uncommon for Michigan. But when you're playing against, I think Texas tech came in as the best defensive team, if not one of the top ones, but they had Michigan had 14 turnovers in that game, which is very uncommon for them. So they just yeah, kind Texas of, Tech. They held Buffalo to 58 points, and and Buffalo is one of the best offensive teams in the tournament. Yeah, and they uh, didn't they have one or a couple times where they almost in regulation broke 100 points or Buffalo. Buffalo yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that goes to show you that right there. So it's unfortunate. It's a bummer. It's not really what we wanted to be talking about today, but that's where we find ourselves. And in the same conversation, we'll go ahead and talk about then what the final four looks like. And what a mess. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's not that crazy, but it's just such a random assortment of teams. Yeah. Um, Because you have Virginia and Auburn, who will be playing Saturday uh, just after 6 o'clock. Then the second game is going to be Michigan State versus Texas Tech right before 9 o'clock. I mean, just like, okay, Virginia, Michigan State, people may have put in there, but the other ones are just kind of crazy. Um, I guess just high-level stuff. What what do you think of that Final Four? Who, who do you think is going to make the championship game and then – I guess since probably the next time we'll be recording will be after it. Who who do you think is going to come out on top? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I can see Auburn beating Virginia. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't – I haven't been impressed with Virginia, to be honest. I mean, they really struggled in that first game, and then since then they really haven't done all too much. Um, I mean, just enough to get by. Obviously, uh, they beat Purdue by five. That was a very close game. Um, they beat Oregon by four. Um, you know who they played before that? Do you remember? Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Where they beat Oklahoma by 12. Did they play Um, North Carolina? Is that them or? No, that wasn't them. That was Auburn. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Auburn. I can see, I can see Auburn winning that. They've been hot lately. Um, I mean, they came into the tournament hot. So they, they've beat Kentucky. They've beat. North Carolina. Like, this is like the who's who of college basketball here. Yeah. They beat Kansas. Uh, well, Kansas is Kansas. <laughs> yeah, well, Kansas chokes, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's funny, because if, if you made a who's who of college basketball, if you're like, who are the top ten uh, college basketball programs? That, you know, there's three right there. Yeah. That, th- that they've already beaten. Yeah. So, you know, I think Auburn's going to win that game. As for the other one, if Texas Tech comes out and plays like they did against Michigan, then they can beat State. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're that lucky. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I I just even... had this bad feeling. I told you the other night after I was when I was watching the the State and Duke game, and I'm like, if State wins this, they're going to win the national championship. I have this bad feeling. Well, you haven't had it's, like, a bad it's all I keep thinking about. <laughs> yeah, you had a bad feeling before that game. You were just like, Michigan State's going to beat Duke. Yeah, like, I, I like, knew it. And yeah. I don't understand because I mean I've watched State probably almost as much as I've watched Michigan in the tournament. And what do they have outside of what Cassius Winston? Yeah, I mean McQuaid they hit some three pointers every once in a while, and then Tillman gets some couple points here and there, but they're it's all set up by Winston because he's the point guard. Yeah, and he's doing he's making crazy shots and doing crazy assists. Yeah, but really, I mean you know, a, an anchor player or another star player, Michigan State doesn't have it. So, I mean, credit to them for accomplishing that with what appears to be so. I mean, they've got capable players, but, yeah, when you look at some of the other – well, for instance, especially who them be, beating Duke, what Duke had, and mm-hmm. them being able to go out and beat Duke. So, yeah, it, I don't know, but they're doing it. So I, <laughs> well, I they got Ward. He's all right, but he's he's kind of banged up. You know, he had the broken hand or whatever. Yeah, and I don't. I still don't think he's fully over that. So yeah, Auburn's it's basically also, Winston. Auburn's myth. Well, Michigan State, of course, is missing their own player um, from the Big Ten championship game. But Auburn's missing a key player, and they had one get banged up in their last game. I don't know if he got injured enough to be out. I can't remember what happened with him, but yeah. I, I'd be tempted to say that whoever wins the Michigan State Texas Tech game is going to win the national championship. That's probably a good bet. Yeah, because whoever, because I mean, either if Michigan State wins, they're going to be on such a hot streak and playing at such a high level. But if Texas Texas Tech wins, that means their defense is, you know, kind of steamrolling. So if mm. they keep that going forward, so. Yeah, is I would, it safe I, to say that neither of us think it, Virginia's going to win it? I was just going to say that. I was like, if I had, <laughs> See, to, I got, if I had you to and bet, I have known each other long enough. <laughs> yeah, if I had to bet who was not going to win it, I'd put it on Virginia. <laughs> oh, I fully agree. So, oh man, I don't. Do they do bets like that? Like, who's not going to win? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming so because. Uh, in Vegas, they got some pretty weird stuff, like first team to score 15 points. Or, yeah. um, they have they actually have betting for um, the Super Bowl of what color Gatorade is going to be dumped on the winning coach. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The crazy – Oh well, not it's not really honestly that crazy, but I remember one of the biggest uh, upset bets, I guess, was – uh, what's the first play of the uh, Super Bowl? And when there was that safety, uh, I think it was Denver or whatever. Yeah. There was like one guy who bet on that and he made, he banked so much money because he was the only <laughs> one who did it. Like that's ever going to happen again. But all right. Well, yeah. So final four championship game coming up. Uh, we're probably going to be recording next week on Monday kind of like when the game's ending or after it finishes. So we'll be able to discuss that Mm -hmm. and hopefully it'll be good to discuss. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
But uh, but yeah, so not going to talk a lot about Michigan football, but there's Michigan football in the NFL, something worth bringing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, happy uh, April Fool's, everybody. <laughs> we didn't have anything clever thought up, but apparently... No, we're not going to be those guys. <laughs> yeah, apparently... Like our friend Jason that told me that the Lions extended Matthew Stafford so he can retire a Lion, and I almost <laughs> cried. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Did you see my tweet? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. No, you would know what it was then. I said that Calvin Johnson was coming out of retirement to join the Lions. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, that, I mean, it was like in the middle of the day. Everybody already was like tapped out on April Fool's stuff. And I right after I, I tweeted it, I replied to it and was just like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even keep a straight face when I was typing it. <laughs> so... But uh, but yeah, somebody else got into the April Fool's shenanigans as they debuted on Twitter. And uh, Brandon, what do you, what do you want to share about that? You had kind of an interesting comment to make about it. Um, I don't Nothing. know. If it's so so much an interesting comment, but um, if nobody knows, it's uh, Tom Brady now has a Twitter, and he tweeted out saying he was retiring. <laughs> He tweeted out saying he was retiring so he could, um, or he, and then he was going to spend more time tweeting. <laughs> and then he did uh, half t- hashtag LFG, which is uh, let's effing go. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I, I believe it was like an hour later, he commented on his own tweet and said, was that not a good joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, then you commented about the uh, followers, though. Yeah, what was crazy is that it was probably around about 3 o'clock. I looked, and he had, what was it, how many followers did I say that he had? I can't remember exactly. Oh, man, I should have looked this up first. Here, let me, me. uh, do you want to look it up real quick? Because I have something to share about it. Yeah, I got it here. I said, Tom Brady has been on Twitter for four hours, and he has 167,000 followers. And I've been on Twitter for 10 years, and I have 1,245. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if you guys want some context, so before we started the show recording tonight, he had 253,000 followers. Here, 30 minutes later, he's gained 5,000 followers in 30 wow. minutes. Yeah. So. Yep. It's yeah. It's, and actually, um, I saw later today too that uh, the Rock actually tweeted out a picture of Tom Brady, and it says, "My good friend Tom Brady just texted me and said he's retiring. What a career!" It's like now he's also joined Twitter. It's good to see him comply with our dress code. He loves his new fanny pack. And basically, it was a picture that went viral a few years ago of The Rock like from the mid-90s. And he's got a, a brown uh, turtleneck with a silver chain and a fanny pack on. And <laughs> it looks like he photoshopped Tom Brady's head and put it on the body. <laughs> Actually, Tom Brady replied, did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. He said, I feel like I'm the only one adhering to this dress code you told me about. <laughs> Oh, there's there's another one though. Oh, is there? I haven't seen that since. He he replied with his own picture. 
Uh, so kid. do you re- you remember the picture of Tom Brady at the uh, the combine? Yeah, where he was like in shorts and he's like, uh. super- <laughs> you see it? <laughs> see it yeah, I'm going to share that so everybody can see it, by the way. Yeah, you'll have to check it out. So apparently they're kind of having a Twitter battle because now um, Tom Brady shared a picture of himself. Uh, when he was super scrawny at the combine and he put the rocks head on top of it. So, oh, that's great. That's, that's awesome. So I uh, imagine be, those, two, those two guys uh, hanging out with each other too, because the rock is a funny guy. Yeah. So you guys, if you're on Twitter, you'll have to check that out and you will have to um, check out the shenanigans they're up to. And the yeah. after- Tom said, it looks like you skipped leg day recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. So, yes, that, that is our little um, segment there for Michigan football in the NFL. Um, I'll actually take this opportunity real quick to say a few things. Uh, we've mentioned over the past few weeks, month, or couple months, that we're going to make some adjustments to the show. It's still going to be the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Um, we're going to change up how the episodes flow a little bit, a little bit of the content and everything, and we're going to be kicking off next week. This is not an April Fool's joke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of a bad time. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't we were not planning to record tonight, so it wouldn't have been considered April Fool's anyways. But uh, due to sickness and stuff, we went with tonight. But yeah, so there will be some changes. Nothing major, though. Hashtag true story. Um, but yeah, so we'll have some announcements that we'll be sharing next week. There's some cool stuff that we'll be doing. Um, some of the topics that we'll be covering will be a little bit different. So just giving you all a little bit of a heads up. I know we've talked about it for a couple of weeks, so you guys are probably just like, oh my gosh, you know, waiting to hear about it. Now you know next week. You will know what's going on. We will explain it. It will be good. Uh, I'm pretty sure that most, if not all of you, will be A-OK with it. And uh, wait, what's what's that? OK, USA? <laughs> OK, USA. <laughs> but yeah, we're it, basically going to add a little spice to the show, a little variety. Um, you know, probably a little more fun. I mean, we're going to try to get you guys engaged more. Mm-hmm. Um just throw out some interesting topics that, you know, might not be just focused solely on Michigan football. You know, I might throw some stuff at the Lions in there, maybe the Red Wings, uh, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll explain, we'll go into more explanation next week. And basically, I think we mentioned this at the beginning, but I'll mention it again tonight. I'll mention it again next week. Uh, the Blue Bros show, what it was when Craig and I did it was Craig and I, like, that's what we catered it to. I mean, it was just how we felt most comfortable doing it. So when Brandon came on board and was uh, great at jumping in when Craig uh, stepped away from the show, right away we kind of recognized, okay, we can't really force this chemistry to happen this way, this, you know, our personalities, because Brandon and I know each other differently than Craig and I know each other, uh, just like went to college and, Uh, different shenanigans that we've done through Mm -hmm. the years. So we decided that it would be best to just come up and make this our own show with keeping the same quote unquote context, which we'll 
explain a lot more next week. So yeah, we're both looking forward to it. Actually, we've been wanting to do, we wanted to kick it off for a long time, but I've been kind of holding back and saying, okay, wait until we have everything ready because there's, it's not like going to be some huge grand, you know, grand opening or anything, but there's a lot of different little pieces to put together. And I wanted to make sure that we weren't scrambling to do something that it was all done and set up ahead of time. So that's where the whole, long drawn out process came from so you can blame me for that but <laughs> as i was telling brandon sometimes i'm overly organized and sometimes i'm not organized at all but <laughs> and that works because i'm usually never organized it's yes. gonna fly by the seat of my pants boom there you go so um but one thing that we felt like uh bringing up could have brought up next week but we decided that it was a little bit more applicable now is that there is something that happened this past week in sports that we should probably share, and it comes to you from the sport of baseball, America's pastime. And on March 28th was opening day for the Major League, and apparently found out that it is the earliest opening day for Major League Baseball, and earliest in the season or year or however you want to put it. And all 30 teams uh, played, I believe, unless there was a cancellation or delay, whatever. Um, but, yeah, to share our thoughts on baseball. Brandon, do you want to start or do you want me to? Um, the only comment I would have on baseball is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, so you said that it was the earliest start ever. I I bet you it's going to be the latest ending, too. Oh, probably. Like, the World Series is going to go later than it ever has before. It seems like every single year it gets later. Yeah. we're uh, If you guys don't know from our interactions on social media and other things like that, we're not big fans of baseball. So, yeah. We could kind of care less but um like here's my thing i find and actually this brings up a question and this this is going to be kind of interesting because this is kind of like a prelude or a introduction of some of the stuff that you're going to start seeing next week um i i actually enjoy watching postseason baseball and here here's my thing i like it because everybody knows that every single game counts Mm -hmm. and People will say, oh, but the regular season, every game counts. Okay, hold on. <laughs> because you, everybody knows that there are certain games where they have to rest pitchers and they're resting players and it's in between things and they play so many games and double headers and all this crazy stuff that there are certain times where you don't get the opportunity to see the best baseball they can produce because they're planning ahead. With the postseason... Yep. You, everybody knows that every game matters and there have been different years where I've watched postseason baseball and I enjoy it because you know that it, it's almost kind of like a chess game because they do stuff with the batting order. They do stuff specifically with their pitchers. I find it interesting and you know that they're putting their best product out there because they're trying to win. Mm -hmm. But postseason baseball happens during football season. So when that happens, I'm kind of like, screw you. I want to watch football. So I rarely ever watch baseball because the good part of baseball happens during football season. 
So that's kind of what I'll say about that. I don't know if you want to give a description on your thoughts on baseball. Uh, my thoughts, uh, like, you know, baseball is like the only sport where you can lose 60 games and still make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, if you think that's... about that, because mm-hmm. there's so many games. Um, you know, I'm kind of the way to postseason. I guess the last game I watched on TV was the last time the Tigers made the World Series. Yeah, and then I wished I wouldn't have watched it because it was so the lions or not the lions, pretty much the lions. <laughs> the tigers were so terrible that it was just it was very disappointing. Um, you know, I don't mind going to a baseball game. You know, I like going to the baseball to a baseball game. You know, I'll go with my dad or my brother or something, and you go to the park and you sit there in the nice weather, and you don't have to pay super close attention to the game because you know it's it's very slow paced. Get yourself a hot dog, get a get a beer or something, and sit there and just enjoy being out with your family and talking and you know watching the game as it goes. But to sit there and watch one on TV, you know, I'm just I'm not interested. Yeah, no, I totally the same. If it's on TV, if it's not the postseason, I could probably care less. But go the act of going to a game is uh, kind of interesting. Or fun, as you put it. There are different things you can do. And we've got yeah. a local team here, and they've got it's a great family thing to do. But really, outside of that, watching on TV, I mean, it's it's got to be during that drought where what is it when uh, basketball and hockey is done and before football mm-hmm. starts? I might watch a game, but most likely no. Right. Um, and I mean, the I feel like the minor league games are a little more fun, they're a little more relaxed. And, you know, tickets don't cost as much. You can get a better seat. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really have to deal with, like, the drunk idiots in the crowd or yeah. people starting fights. Because um, people aren't as emotionally invested, I guess, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I I would much rather go to, you know, the Loons in Midland or go see the Lugnuts in Lansing Yeah. than, than I would the Tigers. Yeah. So here is my interesting question then for you. Um, whether it would be at the, and here I'm going to be terrible with like understanding the levels of baseball. I don't care if it's the minor league, major league, whatever. With your dislike for the sport of baseball, what if you actually wound up being really talented at baseball? How much would they have to pay you to play the sport of baseball? Oh man, like, if I was what, really what is, talented what is, in baseball, what is the min- could... yeah. What's the minimum you would accept? Because also, don't forget, you would be traveling a lot, and you know, it, it'd be kind of hectic sometimes with all the travel, and you're gone, and all, all that stuff. So, minimum amount that you would accept to play baseball. Well, let's see. Um, so, was it Bryce Harper? Harper just had that huge deal where he's going to be on the Phillies for was it ten years, like four hundred million? Yeah. I mean, if I was really good at baseball, you know, I wouldn't go 10 years. I'd be like, you know, the max I'm signing is like, I'm going to do two or three years. Show me what you got. So if I can get like, you know, 30, 40 million a year or something like that. Well, no. Okay. That's going a little bit different than than I, uh, I didn't frame the question completely. So you're not like the best player, but you're good. Oh, so like the minimum, minimum. They yeah. would pay me to, yeah. okay. So it's kind of like you're good at baseball, and so you could get paid to play it. You're not going to make millions of dollars, but it's essentially kind of like 
how much would you have to be paid to play baseball if you were good enough to play, but you're not going to be like a superstar? Mm. Wow. Um, maybe $5 million? Because I'm thinking that's probably like the lower end. Of the, I mean, if, if Harper's making that much, and I know Miguel Cabrera makes a ridiculous amount too. I mean, well, it, it all depends on the position too, but I mean, see if, say if I'm like a right fielder or something. Well, like um, he, yeah, a couple million, I'll take it. Well, I'll I'll say this though, like if if somebody came to you, just because I know we have conversations, and I'm not going to talk about how much either of us make or anything, but if somebody came to you tomorrow and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. I would pay you a hundred thousand dollars a year to play the sport of baseball," would you do it? Knowing, knowing how much you would be gone, how much goes into it. Because sports, yes, while it's fun, it's very serious. You do work hard at it. And especially some sports, like um, fo- uh, baseball in particular, with their crazy amount of games that they play, you're gone all the time. Mm-hmm. Would you accept $100,000 to play baseball, like $100,000 a year? Whether it's minor league, major league, whatever. I mean, you're not, quote-unquote, a superstar, but you're good, they're, they're good enough that they're seeking you out and willing to pay you money. Right. Would wow. you accept a hundred thousand dollars? Because I'm I... going on like the the low, low, low. <laughs> I would don't you think ac- so. Would you accept two hundred thousand dollars? That I would think about. You know, if it was two hundred thousand or a quarter million, I I might do that for a year or so. Okay, I was I was th- I was kind of wondering about that. Yeah, so it's just like yeah, you could do like one year. Or you could do a couple years. I mean, obviously, I'm kind of putting in the context of you're good enough to play, but you're probably not going to be a, a commodity that they're going to hold on to for a long time. So mm. some like one year to four years, somewhere in there. So I was kind of I, I knew I'd have to go into six figures um, because even though I know a lot of people have that thought of, oh, you're playing sports, so it's super easy. No, there, there's a lot of stuff to it. I mean, it's it's probably more enjoyable than some jobs. But anyways. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I knew it'd be six figures. I was kind of like, okay, one hundred thousand, one fifty, two hundred. I I knew I'd start getting you in there somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, um, I mean, not to downplay what baseball players do. I mean, baseball's a tough sport. I mean, you're playing all those games, mm-hmm. you're traveling a lot. Um, to be able to see and recognize like all the pitches that you're given, and to be able to be able to hit a fastball that's coming at you over 100 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. To be able to re- react in time to know where it's at, to be able to hit it, and to be consistent. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be... It, I know we always make fun of baseball, but it's got to be one of the most difficult ones to play. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And, like, I have respect... Like, anybody who can play a level... Uh, the and A sport at the top level, you know, I mean, they've got... They've definitely got great skills and everything, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and I was kind of like, I mean, I know my my family situation is different because my wife would probably kill me being gone so much. But if I was making, um, you know, a a uh, much better amount of money, um, I would probably say, you know, like a, a I would do it for one hundred and fifty. I mean, it would suck being probably the biggest down like downfall would be being away from family so much yeah. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the act of you know playing a boring sport or something like that but just be like 
dealing with the difficulty of being gone so much and stuff like that. But I don't know. Just I thought it was kind of an interesting thing because both of us dislike the sport enough where it's just like, okay, you have to make this worth my while. Because essentially, if somebody <laughs> came to me and said, hey, you could play on this major league team or minor league team and make the same amount of money you're making right now, I'd be like, no, I can't do that. Right. Because I've got a good enough job where I've got, I mean, I work at a job where they believe in the whole work-life balance process thing, and so they do a really great job with, well, balancing things out. Baseball mm. isn't exactly one of those things that you look at and they think, and from what I know, and I'm not saying I'm extremely well-versed in it, where people say, oh, yeah, it's a good job to have a family with. So it, w- it would have to be extra beneficial to enough for mm-hmm. to, to pull me in. So did, uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting question to pose, so. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe we'll have other conversations like that with other sports. I mean, we both know that uh, the Dodgers are not going to come knocking our door tomorrow, so I think we're safe. (laughs) Right. Don't worry. The podcast is not going anywhere, folks. (laughs) But Yeah, there you go. Interesting um, conversation. Yeah, and I mean the new the new format will open up um, more opportunities to have conversations like that. Even you know, quick like non sports related stuff. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think at some point we might post. Uh, just since we're going to be doing new stuff next week, I think I'll hold off on it. But I think maybe some point we'll have to post the question: How much would you have to be paid to play your least favorite major league sport? And see what people say, and kind of see what people think is their least favorite major league sport, or yeah, yeah, professional sport. So I think we'll probably get a fair share of baseball. Um, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, there's a lot of people that don't really watch hockey either. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a lot of people like me too that don't really care for the NBA. I yeah. like basketball, but I don't like the NBA. Yeah, I love basketball, so yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll have to hold on to stuff like that. For future conversations. So, uh, a weird look at sports, weird conversation, not, uh, not a common way that we would look at things, but that's, like I said, kind of a little thing that you might see in the future. So, worth sharing. And, uh, I thought it was a fun, interesting conversation. So, if I ever have an extra $250,000, I will pay you to play baseball. <laughs> Make I'm not you, sure you want to watch me pay, pay baseball, but I will make you suffer. <laughs> I will make you. I, I will put you on a team, not as as one of the athletes, but you will be required to travel with the team everywhere and just go to every game and watch every game. And that is that's your job. <laughs> just put through having to watch every single game. That's your job. I think I'd, I think I'd rather be the mascot. <laughs> Get up, stretch your legs a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. That, that was pretty good. That was pretty funny. So, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Are we, are you good? Um, I was just thinking, you know, April's going to be a kind of a, an eventful month for, uh, for sports. Basically. I mean, we got the, we got the national championship and the final four coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people listening to this are probably interested. Uh, this Sunday's WrestleMania. 
yeah. That's a, the biggest show of the year. And then, was it next? So, like, a week from Saturday is the spring game for Michigan. Yeah. Uh, and then I believe the week after that is the NFL draft. Yeah, I think so. We've been talking so, about yeah, that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty chock-full month of big sports stuff coming up. Yeah, and the first day of the month, Tom Brady goes on Twitter. I mean, that's like the biggest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that just opens the floodgates. Breaking news. I forgot to use that. <laughs> Two hours later. Yeah. So, no, yeah, we'll have, we'll have plenty to talk about, and it'll be fun. It'll be good. So, Brandon, Brandon and I are ready to – I know that we've already done plenty of episodes together, but we're ready to uh, jump in next week and uh, – show you guys what we've been putting together. So we always uh, thank you guys for listening in. And uh, as always, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, talk about topics and things like that, we're definitely going to be opening up more avenues for that. And we'll tell you more about that next week. And so until next time, I'm going to start off with go blue. Go blue.